0: Welcome to another episode of the Tabletop or Two podcast. I'm your host Brad Van Butt.
1: <laughs> I'm your co-host Emily Van Butt.
0: We're laughing because we're right now wrestling with the fan on our computer.
1: It's trolling us, so which is so trolling terribly. us
0: very much right now. Hopefully, that does not become a problem <laughs> as we're sitting here recording. Oh, uh, thank you for those of you that reached out to us by the way during our, our hiatus. Unint- unintentional hiatus. Yeah, we've been playing a lot of a lot of stuff. We lately. haven't
1: had time, you know, like like you said, sometimes life gets in the way. We've had illnesses. I'm still currently ill Mm because we have a little germ bucket that we call a son who brings us home everything. And it's been work and everything has just been a little crazy lately.
0: But we have a fun show planned, um, a few new games to talk about. We also thought it would be a good time to revisit our top ten two-player game list that we made about over two and a half years ago to this point. Um, It's very different than what it was before, for sure. I'm sorry. And we actually have our own individual top ten list, which we'll yeah. go through, which is a little bit different than we did before as well. So yeah. we will uh, we'll get it on the back end of the show. Um, real quick bit of housekeeping: don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Tabletop for Two. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or any other podcast that you choose. We have BGG Guild number two six two three. Make sure you add us in there. And of course, we are always soliciting um, episode topic suggestions that you want to hear us talk about. If there's any two player specific topics. you you want to hear us uh, talk about the show? Then drop us a line, and we will certainly. If you have any games them.
1: that we might have gone over in the past before you started listening, you know that you want some thoughts on, we can do that too.
0: Cool. So uh, let's start with what was an incredible, pro- probably <laughs> this biggest, might be one of my disappointment biggest disappointments epic ever. Fail
1: that we've had thus far.
0: Oh, this was really sad. So. <laughs> To give you the backstory, we enjoy um, these like sandboxy style games, but they're hard to get to the table because of the length. Usually, yes. Um, we we tried Merchants and Venus. We liked it the first time we played it, not as much the second time. Merchants and Marauders was one we, that we liked, but again, long game, tough to get to the table. So we kind of punted it on that. Beat me.
1: <laughs> that has no relevance
0: <laughs> to the situation. Um, We found when we talked about last episode on the show uh, Wasteland Express delivery service Which is really good because it plays quickly. It's streamlined. It's fun.
1: It's pretty straightforward too. Yeah,
0: Um, so that's probably the the winner But the one of the ones that I was looking forward to for a really long time because I heard nothing but great things about it um, When it first came out a couple of years ago, it was Zaya legends of a drift system and we back the game when they did a Kickstarter reprint um, for a new edition and the expansion, we we backed both. People raved about this game. I heard so many people talk about how it replaced Merchant of Merchant of Venus for them. Um, it it replaced Firefly for them. Firefly is another popular one that a lot of folks like to play that are that's in this in this genre. Um, it has cool like pre-painted ships that come with it. Everyone there's unique ships in the game. <laughs> it's it's explorable. Like I said, you start with a very small map that you know hugely expands to get bigger the the main aim of the game is to earn fame points which you get fame by doing almost any of the game's mechanisms whether it's trading or fighting or exploring or you know do it at, or you know getting lucky on die rolls or you know doing stuff like this so it looked like a sure thing
1: and we backed it because it came with the expansion which had a specific two player variant yes
0: the original game wasn't suited for two players they they put in a variant that was a very easy variant that just um it, because the expansion adds like the central tile that's in every game which helps make the map large enough when you have when you start with two players so we waited a long time. We, the base game came in first. I tried to get it to the table. Em said, no, let's wait till the expansion comes in. Well, let's play it and, right.
1: why? Because I don't right. want to you know, have a bad taste in my mouth before we get the specific two-player expansion that we got it for. Right.
0: So we, we busted out. We're, we're, we're playing a short game. Five fame points is all you need to win the short game just to kind of take it for you a spin. You would think it would
1: happen. Bing, bang, boom.
0: And we started playing. And we were kind of going through the motions, and we were both having a rough go of it because there's a lot of hazards in the game. There's a lot of mm-hmm. things you have to fly through that can harm your ship. Um, when early in the game, your defenses are not great. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the like the outlaw NPC ship came out, which is basically a ship that roams around looking to destroy you, you the player. Yeah, not tough. Tough call when you when you you know when you're low on defense and all this other stuff. But I was like, whatever, let's see how it plays out. We finally got to a point where I think one of us, I think it was you.
1: I got a fame point. You finally. got you
0: got a fame point. And you earned a fame point, and I was like, okay, that's cool. And I kind of looked at the look on your face. I'm like, you're not really enjoying yourself, are you? And you're right. like, no, and you're like, yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, and we've been at this for an hour, and I just got my first fame point. You're like, say what? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <The> <laughs> I, look, I literally I literally did a double take.
1: <laughs> the look on your face was priceless. Like, I wish I had my camera out so I could have taken a picture to show you because I, you gave me the
0: what the what look. She told me <laughs> that we had been playing for an hour and I swear, with the amount of stuff that we did had done in the game to that point, and and the number of turns that we had taken, I thought we'd only been playing for like twenty minutes.
1: Nope, and it was she's an like, hour.
0: nope, it's been an hour, and I'm just like, but we haven't we haven't done anything, like like nothing's happened in the game within an hour.
1: And I told him that's why my face looks like this right yeah. now.
0: <laughs> and and at that point, we pack the game up and we put it on the shelf downstairs. For a and now it's looking for a different home because yeah. Zaya was not for us
1: that was like I said, I think that was my our most epic of fails uh as far as the Kickstarter like has said, gone. It just,
0: it was it's just <laughs> it was pretty it bad. was just disappointing for me because like i said it 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 was a space game. I love space and it looked fun. I liked all the different paths to victory. I like the fact that you uh, don't can... get
1: me wrong it was gorgeous all the components mm-hmm. everything it was beautiful, but it just was not for us.
0: Yeah, so hard pass on Zaya. Like and, and I mean I guess like the more you play the game, the better the better you get. But oh God, it.
1: I mean, I feel like we had done so much and achieved so little. You know, And what see, I, mean? I didn't
0: feel like we did anything, but it was I mean, like an hour's pass. How? How's that play? I was I was figuring that game that with that fame point game would take like two hours max for five fame points. Because nah. that's, that, that's the short game. It took game. half that for one. That's the short game.
1: Yeah, it was bad.
0: It wasn't good. No. It wasn't good. So so we do not recommend Zaya. Um,
1: now, the next one on the list I will recommend. That is Ex Libris. Mm-hmm. I loved this game. This one brought it home and said, I got a present for you today. I said, what is this? And I looked and I was like... Please tell me this is all about building a library. And he's like, It is. I'm like, yes. This
0: game X, so very exciting. Ex Libris is pretty cool because you're spending like like Em said, you're building a library, but you are I mean, would you call yourself magicians, I guess, or something of that? You're ilk.
1: um
0: It's like a fantasy based game. Right.
1: Well, it depends, because you're not really a, you can't say you're a magician because each uh personage pick is different.
0: Right, so at the beginning of the game, there's, you have a library um, that well belongs within the fantasy realm. Right, and and they come with a special assistant, and each special assistant has like, so you have your two normal workers that you use to put on actions, and then the special assistant has a unique ability mm-hmm. that's unique to it. Um, and a
1: unique little token.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and you're trying, like I said, you're trying to build these stacks of shelves mm-hmm. that have books on them, but the trick is When you place the shelves, you're trying to place them in correct alphabetical order.
1: And furthermore, alphabetically, they're also numbered from one to whatever, so you have to put them in the numerical alphabetical order as well.
0: Right, because at the end of the game, when you evaluate your bookshelves, um, any cards that don't follow the, the correct order... Don't get scored, right? So you have to really be wary of that, and because and when you place cards, normally you can only place them adjacent to other cards that you place. So you have to really kind of plan ahead. And I, I, I also knew that's another reason that M would like the game a lot is because of the amount of future planning and, and puzzliness and, and puzzliness, and, and it's kind of like a toweling thing as well in a lot of ways. Um,
1: and books because I love books. Yep.
0: And then the other the 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 way the game moves forward is that there are these different. Um, like locations that pop out mm-hmm. each round, and the locations have different actions that you can perform on them and it's it's a wide variety of stuff it it you know different ways to get cards, different ways to shelve cards and can sacks. also like
1: I, I know the one it might be one of the player abilities where you can actually shift cards in.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there was a the there row. was there was a location that did was that as well that you move too. stuff around or yeah. exchange cards in there. So it's it it is a very puzzle heavy game. Um which
1: is why I love it. <laughs> well
0: and and it's I thought it was great and we played it with two, we played it with four, it worked really well with four as well. Mm-hmm. Two players though, it's a nice forty-five minute to an hour game. Firmly, like in the medium, you know, realm as far as weight goes. This is another one from Renegade Games. That studio was killing it this year. And I, I said something like uh, that on Twitter, and someone remarked, Oh, people were saying that, that last year, too. So Renegade Games really coming on.
1: They're on a tear.
0: Um, really good component <laughs> quality here. The art is terrific on the game.
1: Well, they did the Clank ones, too, right? They did. And we're
0: going <laughs> to talk about that in a second. Um, art's great. I like also all the bookshelf cards. There's like. There's, like, 150 of these cards. Oh, my god!
1: Some of the names on the books on the cards cracked me up. So, I mean, if you, if you get this game, pay attention to the books on the shelf on the card because some of them are hilarious. Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of references, puns, stuff like that. It's really good. Um, also, each game, there's, like, so there's, like, six different types of books and... There's one that's like a bad color. You're trying to avoid that. There's each player's a secret goal of one of the different colors. They're trying to get the most of in the library. And
1: then one, there is one. That, so there's the one bad card every round, every game. And then there's the one like good card that you want to have more of than everybody else. Well, and the
0: other thing I like too is that the, you also score points by having like an equal representation of books. Mm-hmm. They do they do like the um, the Canizia scoring because yeah. you get like you get a a bunch of points per book that you have of the color that you have the least of basically not counting the the bad color so i like that i always like that mechanism i think it's interesting when you have to kind of build evenly mm-hmm. across the things well so like i said X Ex libris excellent game um highly 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 recommended it. it's really good solid like midway strategy game really fun now you're
1: making me want to play it
0: it's it's really good like i said i i was really impressed um,
1: if it wasn't so late, I'd say when we're done here, yeah. let's go play.
0: <laughs> it is too late for that. No, but I was really impressed. Like I said, it looks kind of unassuming, and there's just a lot of variety in the way the game the game shakes out and, and kind of forces you to, to do the best with what you can with what you got. Um, and you mentioned Clank. We'll talk about Clank because we got the new Clank in Space um, set. Now, this isn't an expansion for existing Clank. This is actually a brand-new version of Clank, um the core mechanics are the same you're try it's a deck building game you're trying to race down grab but, some treasure and get out But the board
1: out. is vastly different.
0: Uh there there's a few differences so like you said the board hugely different um it's a modular board there's there's the the main you know docking area that you start at there's the compute the ship's uh core that you have to get to but in between there are three other Like parts of the ship, right, that can be variable and they could be placed in different areas. And essentially the difference between them is the map layout for each of them is just slightly different. Um, And the other difference is, too, before you can get down to the ship core, you have to, like, hack into the ship in two of the other different areas um, before the core opens up to you. So that's, that's a little bit different as well. You can't just dive right into the area where...
1: I really like that, though.
0: No, well, it adds a little bit of a different... It it
1: makes you plan a little bit more Mm -hmm. and be a little more careful of what you're actually doing.
0: Well, and and it's something that you have to kind of keep focused on always because if the other player is quickly hacking and then running in and grabbing one of the artifacts, and you're not, you're going to be kind of in a bind because it's going to put down a a timetable for you because as the other players moving out you still have to go and you still have to go hack those things and mm-hmm. and do that stuff um, and the hacking spaces are cool too because you might get a bonus or a penalty depending on which space you decide to place one of your one of your nodes on as well mm-hmm. um, there, I also felt like the boss was a little bit more aggressive in this game as well I feel like that he the dragon essentially in this game I don't remember what the character's name is um a little bit tougher. Mm-hmm. They also have these bounty hunter cubes, which are red cubes um, that get put in the bag throughout the game. That if you draw them, each player takes damage, but then they they'll go back into the bag when, when the bag resets again. So they're they're a threat that you can't uh that you can't get rid of. And then as far as the cards go, um the cards are really on the nose as far as the parody yes. aspect. <laughs> like there are a lot of super obvious references. Um, to you know, obvious sci-fi tropes and dungeon tropes and things like that. Oh, and also they they add a um, they add uh, factions in this version as well, where some of the cards have a faction associated with them, and they'll give you a bonus if you play other cards of that faction. Yes. It's kind of like the class system that you see in 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 Legendary Encounters, and a lot of other games do this too. Right, or Mar- right. Marvel Legendary is actually probably the first game that really popularized.
1: Yeah, but it was very cool because when you get it when you get to the point where you're uh, doing your combo tasticness, if you have that on top of everything else, it's like whoa. Well,
0: and it's funny because it's it's different enough from regular Clank that I'm okay owning both, both? but I don't know which one I prefer. I don't know that I prefer one over the other because they both kind of do. Do do the same thing differently enough that they they both have merit, I guess.
1: I think I like the original better. How come? Well, I don't know. It just feels more. I I get well in space. I I guess because maybe maybe it's because they don't have the app for it yet. Because mm-hmm. I kind of like that with uh, our original version because I feel like it has another. Thing to it, and plus it's got the creepy music,
0: and mm. well, see, I
1: feel like I'm a little more under the gun.
0: Well, for, for me, whatever reason, for me in too. This that, um, Clank. For me, well, it's because well, this, to me, it's like regular Clank is quicker. In that, not that the game is quicker, but it's quicker in that I feel like the game progresses faster because you're just literally going in. Smashing and grabbing. I
1: feel like it. I'm a little more under the gun with that one because it's just like smash and grab and go.
0: Right. Whereas this one is much more. A little this bit more one's methodical. more tactical, I yeah. think.
1: But and I like it. I like it a lot.
0: It, Like I said, I thought it was really good. Um, it'll be interesting because with the cool thing with this one with expansions, it would be very easy for them to just toss in more rooms basically like you don't have to do a whole new map you can just toss in a bunch of new rooms and and maybe theme those differently and do mm-hmm. some different stuff with that um clank and space yeah if you really like clank it's worth picking up um if you are a casual clank fan like if you have the regular and you're just like oh like this is fine it's not my favorite you I probably don't, don't need i it. don't know this you need to run and get this right away i think i think your money would be better invested in getting the clank expansion if you've not done it yet, and I think there's another one coming too, if I'm not mistaken, for regular Clank. Yeah. Um. But we like Clank in space. It's it's very very good. It's more Clank. I mean, that's really all. Mm-hmm. Really all we could ask for. <laughs>
1: uh oh, this one we just got recently too. Ladder twenty nine.
0: Mm-hmm. This was uh, a Kickstarter trick taking game. Yes. Um, but it's a ladder climbing style trick taking game, meaning that there are when you when you play a trick out of your hand, it is one of. A few, this one's actually really simple because there's only so many permutations that you can play right. with the cards. Like, you can play a single card, two of a kind, three of a kind, four of a kind, or you can play a run. That's it. Um, Plus, and, at the
1: beginning of each each hand, uh, hand, you have to take a card from the center that well, that's, gives that's, you a specific well, rule you the, have to follow. Well,
0: that's the, that's the catch with this one. So, like Em said, at the beginning of each round, um, there are a number of cards that are in the middle of the table that you can draft. And the cards not only give you a restriction of some kind, like you can only, like you can't play single cards this round, or you can
1: I had the one where I could only play single cards. Right,
0: um, but it also determines how you score in the round as well, because the first player to go out is going to score a certain number of points based on which card they draft, and obviously, the harder the restriction, the more card, the more points that card is worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get points as long as you're not the last person to go out. The last person to go out scored zero points, whereas anyone else that goes out beforehand will score something, a diminishing number of points, essentially. And that's kind of where my only issue with the game lies, is because when you're playing with three or more people, when two people are scoring every round, that makes for a good chase up the la- up the scoreboard, basically, because you're trying to get to 29 points. Hence ladder twenty nine, um, but with two players, only one player is going to score every round.
1: I got trounced.
0: You did. I don't think you won a single. I don't think you I didn't want a, single win hand. a single hand. Actually, I don't think. And that's kind of a. It's a little bit of a letdown for a game like that. Like like as far as like, um, trick taking games that support two players, I like Haggis yes. way more yes. because of the way the scoring works. Well, in, in fairness, Haggis.
1: I think we were sucked in a little bit by the theme.
0: We were a little bit because it's a firefighter theme. Both both of both us of have our, firefighters in our families.
1: Both of our dads are firefighters. Right, right.
0: <laughs> um, so that got it there. And, and to be fair, like I do think this would be a good game. To play with multiple people, it's also yeah. good, it's also a good tricky also thing I said, to teach. I don't want to get
1: rid of it, but right. I think it'll be better if we have like people over.
0: Well, it's because it's, it's easy to teach, right? Because there's not a ton of different combinations. Like Chimera, for example, which we I played think with your my mom. mom would like it. Well, I th- she she's fine playing Chimera. Like Chimera is a little bit trickier because that has more like permutations and more and more hands that you can make. This one, like I said, it's it's. There's five options. And there's only one kind of trump. Like a four of a kind can beat any other hand basically. Um so that's the only thing you have to worry want to about. I don't
1: know use that term anymore. What? The the trump suit. I don't want oh, to use whatever. that term but anymore.
0: I mean but it's so but it's um it is uh, that that's the only, so it's a simple game to teach, simple game to play, but like the two player one, the two player aspect of it just did yeah. not did yeah. not work as well. Well, yeah,
1: think. I think we should definitely keep it because I think I think our friends will have fun with it.
0: Not gonna get rid of it. It's just like I said, for two players, I think Haggis is, Haggis is, the, is one you gotta, gonna, yeah. the one you gotta go to if you're looking for a trick taking game that you we can play. play.
1: We haven't played in a while.
0: It's really good. Um Ladder twenty nine is good too, but again, two players I don't necessarily don't necessarily recommend.
1: Uh last on the list, uh, another Kickstarter, Catacombs and Castles.
0: Yeah, so this was the one that we bought specifically to have more stuff for catacombs. regular catacombs <laughs> but there's also a game inside the box as well now whereas, whereas catacombs is a flicking disc dungeon crawl catacombs and castles is a flicking disc two player skirmish game mm-hmm. and that's what it is it's literally you're taking turns you have, you have a number of characters that you're controlling you have a shared pool of hit points for your team and you're trying to be the first person to deplete your opponent down to zero um obviously each of your characters has unique shots that you can make, but that's all you're trying to do is you're just trying to to flick you know take turns with your characters, flick your shots take away their take away your opponent's health, and win it's it, there's not much to it um One thing this game did though it's really annoying is whereas catacombs come with these really nice large like cardboard single fold boards that you play on this one comes with a traditional four fold or like four panel board and there's part of the board that wasn't laying flat so anytime you try to flick a disc over it it would flip it would flip up or get caught up or something on there and when when it when it's a game like this a dexterity game it's super annoying yeah Super annoying. So how many
1: times did I get screwed because of that?
0: Well, and me too. Like I had to literally, like every time I shot on that side of the table, I literally had to, you know, mm-hmm. put my finger on the board fold so that it would stay down, so uh-huh. that you could actually take a regular shot. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of inexcusable <laughs> yeah. for a game like this. Like that's that's something you have to. So,
1: like we even tried putting something heavy on there just to flatten it out before we started playing, mm-hmm. and it didn't help.
0: Well, it it just it just because that is the part of the board where. That's not connected, where where the two sides sit next to each other that aren't binded together. And unless that's just sitting on the same perfectly even plane, it's not gonna you know what I mean? If you have it on a mat like we have it with our table, that's that's not gonna fly. That's right. not gonna work. So um the gameplay is fine. It came with the Kickstarter came with some interesting expansions, um, and most of which are used that that's the brunt of what's used to expand regular catacombs with. So cool, I guess. Like I said, the game was fine. Um,
1: It was nothing to write home about, in my opinion. No, I'd rather just have the extra stuff for regular catacombs. I kind of
0: like, if you're going to play this kind of skirmish thing, I feel like Flick 'em Up is just a little bit more fun. In,
1: In depth, too.
0: Maybe. Well, it, it, a little bit more in depth, um, but just more fun. Like I said, it's just a more fun game to play. I think for this, you know, back and forth we haven't two player. Played
1: that in a while either.
0: We haven't, um, and we, but we probably will play it over this. So I mean, like I said, I don't dislike Catacombs and Castles, but I, again, I'm not saying unless I, I, it's worth having to expand your regular Catacombs if you like regular Catacombs, which we do very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if it's a game that is really necessary to own. So there's also a lot of other games that kind of do this. Um, I think Cube Quest, if I'm not mistaken, is one that's like a, just a two-player skirmish deal where you have cubes that you flick around and all that stuff. So there are other games that do this and do it well that you could probably get for cheaper. Um, cause the you Catacombs could just play Cape Man
1: curling. Here.
0: That's not really the same type of thing. but
1: <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Not- you want a fun little dexterity game, play some caveman curling.
0: So, that is, uh, so that's it for Catacombs and Castles. Um, so, and that also wraps up our new games that we've played. I'll take a short break. When we come back, we will revisit our top ten two-player game lists. So way back in Episode 4... We went over our but top...
1: What are we on now?
0: 52? Wow. Um, we went over our top 10 two-player games. Um, these are games that are specifically for two players. Um, we've played a lot of new games since then. And we've gotten to check out a lot of... Games that we hadn't gotten to play that were older, um, classic games since then. And so I thought it would be as good a time as any. And we'll probably do this with some other list that we've done and refresh them and see, go back, you know, make Just a new see list. See where we are now and see as where we are too,
1: when we were still.
0: You and know. I got to tell you, um, so I have our previous top 10 list in front of me, which it you guys can go check out. Different. There are two games from our previous top 10 that have made the cut. On these new, the new lists, one. between the two of us, too. Like, like the, the old top ten list was a shared list. We have two different lists here and only two games from that previous list. But
1: how many do we actually have that match up?
0: Oh, how much overlap do we have? Uh, we have one, two, three, four, five mm-hmm. games that overlap. So we're going to be talking about 15 games in total. Um, we will start at number ten and move up to number one. Um obviously we'll we'll do this dice tower style if one of us has it higher on our list than the other one we'll wait until
1: till the higher until we get to line. the higher
0: one to okay. speak about it. So mm-hmm. let's get right into it uh with my number 10 and that is Akrotiri.
1: which we just played last night.
0: Yes we did. Um this is a really unique I I, I really like Akrotiri. It's a very unique game. Um it's got it's a it's a pick up and deliver game where pick up and deliver is not the main objective of the game. It's really more of a means to an end. And Instead, what you're trying to do is make these... um,
1: Build temples.
0: Build temples on the board, but you have to do it based on patterns that the board makes as you lay tiles throughout the game. It's very puzzly. Um, It plays... It's it's very meaty for a small box two-player game that it is. This is one of the very nice Z-Man two-player games that they put out a few years ago. I think it's a little tough to find now, but, again, very fun game. Um, Akrotiri, if you like, um, you know, pick up and deliver, and if you like a little bit of puzzly aspect to your game, this is one you should definitely check out.
1: Um. Well, my number 10 is higher on your list, so we can't talk about my no, number 10. No, <laughs> but
0: we will talk about it soon. Um, Can you, I
1: do my number 9?
0: Uh, sure, go for it.
1: So my number 9 is Claustrophobia, a game that when I first looked at it was like... I don't know about this, hun. And then we played it, and I fell in love. I love it. What?
0: We got something. Why? You can't, you can't say I love it. <laughs> i am talking about what it is.
1: Well, I like being the bad guy in these. I mean, is this considered a dungeon? It is. Crawl it's it's it's, thing? it's it's
0: a two player specific dungeon crawl game where one player is a bad dude and the other player controls right. a team you of get, heroes.
1: You get what? Three heroes?
0: Three or four? Yeah. Three,
1: I can't. I couldn't remember the number. But anyway, I'm always the bad guy. And the bad guy can do all sorts of things. Like, there's little portals there where you can, like, zip through the tunnel to this side of it. And uh, it seems that uh, I always end up winning because the good guys just don't ever get a chance. It, it seems kind of one-sided a little bit.
0: It's not one-sided. I've come close a couple of times. It's it's neat because Klaus Schwab has a number of different scenarios in the box. Um, playing the bad guy, like M said, is more interesting because she has a whole board of different abilities that she can do to that.
1: And I love like my big bad dude. He literally has his foot on the head of one of his little henchmen yeah. on his figurine. And it's fantastic.
0: And, and what's cool too is that the way that actions are assigned in this game is you roll dice and, and you have to assign each of them to a different hero. Mm-hmm. And as you hero takes damage, some of their lines of actions will get like locked out. So it's kind of interesting. You know, you have to make the decision on where you take, uh, take damage. Cool. Yeah. So your number nine is claustrophobia.
1: Yep. I don't think that was even on the list last time. Was it was
0: it? not. I don't no. think we had it at that point. Um, my okay. number nine is higher. On Emily's list.
1: Okay, so
0: we will have to so talk about that. So go to your that. number eight. My number eight <laughs> is Odin's Ravens.
1: Oh, I love this game.
0: Great two-player, very quick. Uh, it's a race game where you're trying to play cards that match terrain types on this board uh, that gets created. It's a random board every single time because you have these two-sided cards.
1: And you gotta move your raven up and around.
0: Yep, and 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 where it gets interesting is you have the Loki cards where you can manipulate. The, the way the train is laid out so you can try to hamper with your opponent or make things easier for mm-hmm. yourself. Very cool game, um, game that you know you can play many times in a quick sitting, and, and it's a really neat experience. A um, little bit lighter, but I really like Odin's Ravens, and that's why it is number eight.
1: Um, my number eight is Santorini. I love this because it's like playing chess without, with you without getting frustrated. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, I mean, Santorini is probably my favorite abstract game. I'd say.
1: Cuz you get you each get a god card at the beginning of the game and that's who you are and you get your how many workers? 2. Um and you're you get to build pieces of the buildings and move around and yeah the object is get to the top of the building. Mm-hmm. But you can block people by putting what's the top piece?
0: Just a dome piece basically.
1: Um, if you can get a dome piece on that third floor of the building, then you can block people from being able to get on top of that building. Mm-hmm.
0: And this is a good time to acknowledge that uh, this list, so there are some games on our list that can be played with more than two, but we we were looking at games that are obviously specifically designed for two people, um, and then they might have a three- or four-player variant. Santorini is one of those games, but obviously the Core Experience, definitely designed for two players. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, too. Um, it's one of my favorite abstracts. But for you, it is number, what is that, eight? Yes.
1: Okay, so my number seven is, okay, not on your list, good. Uh, my number <laughs> seven is Targi. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm excited that I get to talk about something. Um, so Targi is... Uh, it's
0: kind of worker placement, sort of. Kind of,
1: sort of. Mm. It's very, it's kind of odd. Um, you have the, what is it, nine cards in the in the board Mm -hmm. um and you have to place your workers
0: on the outside of the board right to get to get a small benefit but then you're trying to like make a cross section to claim certain cards in the middle
1: right to make it better for yourself um and then there's the thief that goes around the board is it the thief
0: no I mean that's just on the corners when when you're going around the little round markers basically Ah. or there's like some that bars certain spaces and stuff like that
1: um, but yes, Targi is a fun little, you know, worker placement slash uh, resource, gatherings. Yeah, resource gathering, yeah, resource gathering set collection kind of thing. Um, it's one of those ones we kind of we bought and we really liked it. I think this was one that was out of print for a while. You were that was for, out wasn't of print it?
0: for a super long time, and finally they finally reprinted it. Yeah.
1: So, um, but yeah, Targy, I like it.
0: Your number seven.
1: Number seven.
0: Uh, my number seven is higher on. Emily's list. Ooh. So we will uh, we will mention that sick. later. Uh, so allow me to move on to my number six. Uh, this is another one of those can be played with more than two, but the base experience is meant for two players, and that is Puzzle Strike, specifically Puzzle Strike Third Edition. Mm-hmm. Um, I love me some Puzzle Fighter. I love me some deck you building.
1: Just love it because it's Street fighter.
0: No, I love Puzzle Fighter. Puzzle Fighter is a great game. I wish that they would make a real version, not the crappy, crappy, crap, crap mobile version that they just came out <laughs> with, with all sorts of grindy, grindy free to play nonsense. Is that
1: the one I just found on my iPad? It is. that don't Our pl- son opened up, and I'm like, Why is there Street Fighter music on don't my pad? Play
0: it. It's really bad. Um, <laughs> But if you take Puzzle Fighter and you take Dominion and you mash the two together, that is what Puzzle Strike is. Um, love this game. Love the strategy involved. I love the, you know, the wildly varying strategies between that are going to you know differ based on which character you choose, based on what chips are available to buy with the puzzle chips. Uh, the the satisfaction of crashing a four gem that's uncounterable onto your opponent's side and burying them in gems is fantastic. I don't even care that we played this game wrong for like the first three years that we had it. <laughs> we did? Oh, yeah. I told you that, didn't I? No. Yeah, we totally played a particular aspect of it incorrectly.
1: No. I blame sure. you. You're the rules
0: guy. I blame me, too. <laughs> um But that's how good... Puzzle Strike is. I love Puzzle Strike. It's a fantastic game. One of my favorite deck builders, and it is my number six.
1: It's also why we bought an insert.
0: It is, and bought the <laughs> bought the big expansion for it too. So yeah, my number six is Puzzle Strike Third
1: Edition. Um, my number six is I don't know how do you say it. Is it Solafide? Is it Fide or Fide? Mm-hmm. Solafide, Solafide. The Reformation. Uh, one of these ones we kind of picked up. It was kind of an odd, oh,
0: I had my eye on this one when it came out. I remember no,
1: it was kind of um just a different theme, different than anything else we have. um I don't know really how to describe it. You're better at this than me
0: <laughs> well, it's also it's it's also sort of a hand management game where you're trying to claim these different like battleground tiles that are on the board by swaying you know between Catholicism or but you
1: have a the, hand I think, I think Protestantism.
0: I think is the other Protestant's the other side of it. I, I think. think so. I can't remember.
1: I, <laughs> all I know is It's um. Oh, what's his name? Martin, Martin Luther, Luther. Yeah. Yes, Martin Luther. Um. But yeah, it's one of those ones we're kind of like, hello, let's give this a shot," and it's pretty good. I um, I really enjoy it. I enjoy the the fighting with you, honestly, over mm-hmm. the tiles, because. I mean, I wasn't sure what I was getting myself into and I was like, well, we'll see how this goes. Like some of the cards are like, oh hey, you know, so, and actually some of the cards are one-time use and some of the cards are something like a always on ability until it gets used or until somebody mm-hmm. else puts one on kind of a thing. Um, but yeah, it's definitely interesting. The only thing that I didn't like is I think the last time we played this, didn't we literally tie with points? <laughs>
0: I think we did actually, yeah. <laughs>
1: because I think we claimed like the exact tiles that we needed to both score the same amount of points. Yeah, it did work out that it way. It was just, it was bad. Because I don't count ties as a win or a loss. It's just, well, they're not it there. It's tie. Yeah. No, but you always say, oh, well, there's a tiebreaker. No, no.
0: <laughs> it's a moral tie victory.
1: Tiebreakers, no, don't work for me.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that's your number six. I like Sola because you build a unique deck of cards every game because there's out of 45 cards that are available to you, you're only going to use 15. Each game, so you can kind of craft your deck uh, before the game starts. Very cool that way as well. Uh, what is your number five? Your number your number five was my number seven.
1: Uh, my number five is Battle Lore 2nd Edition. I love this game. I, you weren't sure about this when you first got it. You're like, she's either going to love it or hate it. And mm-hmm. then I turned out to love it. Nice yeah. little... I guess this one's a skirmish on the well, map. This is this
0: is this is a evolution of the command and color system that was first introduced in uh Memoir 44.
1: Ah. Um but yes, you each have an army. You can um you can use a preset pre-made army or you can muster your own army based on a certain number of points. I forget how many exactly. Mm-hmm. Um but you can, you know, Get your army together, you set up based on the card you get for that scenario, and then try and get the victory points before your opponent does.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and
1: try and kill them in the process, yeah. which is fun.
0: And and the reason why I like this one, too, is like Em said, the ability to customize your army is great. I also like the lore well, cards.
1: And that's the thing. Like I wasn't so much into that at first. Mm-hmm. I was using the pre-made ones, but then... As we started playing it, and I liked it more, and I kind of understood how certain ones worked, I was like, okay, I can do this.
0: I mean, the, the lore cards, I think, are what makes this over other oh, games yeah. in the genre, because the lore cards are magic spells, basically, that you get that can swing the balance of power oh, absolutely. one one direction or the other, um, and, and those are kind of key to, to victory for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I had this at number seven. I um, have this
1: as my number five.
0: This was, this was number five on our previous list as well. It's one of the two games that did uh, that did still carry over. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like we, I said, we we like it more and more. Um, we have all the expansions because Fantasy Flight put them on Super clearance. Uber clearance, which means we're probably not getting any more expansions, but... Such is life.
1: That's okay. I think we've, we've got, got enough plenty. to keep us busy yeah, got for a got while. We've got three
0: full armies and a bunch of neutral characters and tons of scenarios and all this stuff. So we oh, have, yeah. we we will I think be, we are good. We will be busy with Battle Lore for many, many years to come. Actually to, that
1: was when we got the claustrophobia expansions, too, wasn't it? It
0: was. So yeah, your number five, my number seven, Battle Lore second edition.
1: And your number five was my number ten.
0: Oh, we're on number five. Yeah, that's correct. My number five was M's Whoa. number ten. I've lost it.
1: You're having a moment there. This so
0: is Jaipur, a.k.a. Camel. Camel. Um, <laughs> the set collection uh, market Forgive manipulation game, which is a classic. Uh, this was actually our number one game when we did this list the last time. Oh, how
1: far we've come.
0: It has fallen a little ways, but I still think Jaipur is fan fantastic.
1: It's one of those ones if we're ever going on a trip somewhere, we always take it with
0: us. Mm, it's portable. <laughs> um, like the the thing that gets you it's obviously, you know, the market manipulation is fun, but the thing that really swings it is the having the car these the point tokens that you get for turning in sets of 3, 4, 5 cards. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to that's what's going to swing the balance in the game. Um, I love the feeling of your opponent putting down a card that you want and then snatching it right off the table as soon as they do. On your turn and watching them get very upset with you
1: mm-hmm. as
0: they're as they're gunning for certain stuff that they're looking for. Jaipur is great. Um, highly, highly recommend this one. Can't speak highly enough about it. It's my number five. Um, it's your number ten. Mm-hmm. And it was our number one last time. Like I said, it has fallen a little ways. But uh, it's still great. Jaipur.
1: Oh, we've just, you know... We've diversified a little more, that's all.
0: Uh, I will pass number four to you because my number four is is slightly higher on your list. It's my number
1: three. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, my number four was your number nine, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, and that was Baseball Highlights 2045. Again, another one of these ones you can play with multiple players, but at its core, like Brad said before, it's specifically designed for two players because I mean how how many times you have four baseball teams in one game? <laughs> Seriously? Like, <clears throat> come on. Um, but basically, each of you has a team, a hand of cards, you play them, you try and score runs each round, and you know, whoever scores the most wins.
0: I like I said I the the reason that I love this game so much is because is the deck building aspect. It's it's a unique deck building game in that you build your deck in between games and you only change it because you have a 15 card deck It's very small, but you only tweak it by adding maybe a card or or two two,
1: if you can afford it
0: and and finding that balance in that deck. Like, do you want a deck that has a lot of that's very defensive in nature to prevent your opponent from scoring? Do you want a deck of mashers? Right. You You want
1: ones that are just going to score. Great pitching decks.
0: Do you also want cards that. Early, like early on, you have to be careful because typically the better cards give you less buying power later in the game. So you right. really have to balance out having well, cards. Also, that don't get you, you money. have to
1: plan for later on. Depending on how many games you're playing in the series, you have to plan to see how your opponent is building their deck, so you can plan defensively around that. Because mm-hmm. certain cards are better against cyborgs or human players or whatever.
0: Yeah and, and it's just like it's such a, such a great game. So many different players available that do And they had a things. Baltimore
1: team so we couldn't not <laughs> in the get it, time, you know? yeah.
0: yeah, baseball yeah. highlights is is <laughs> just excellent. Um number 9 again still in my top 10, but you have it all the way up at number 4.
1: It's cuz we always have so much fun when we play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like, one that we, we play. We we bust it out and we're just like we sit there and we laugh at some of the stuff that happens you know just Well, like,
0: tension too and like 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 the the tension of playing like a big card that I'll, I'll have like two home runs on and, it I'm and I'm you waiting there and to like, see if your oh opponent's going to Oh my god. It.
1: Is he going to No no okay we're good.
0: Mhm. So very yeah. cool.
1: Um what uh is yours? we're up to
0: number 3. You could talk about number 3. This was my this was my number 4.
1: What was your number
0: 4? Uh thunder and lightning.
1: Um Oh, okay. Which is
0: where we're at right now. Sweet. We're number three. Well, no, we're number three. No, so. I'm sorry.
1: I'm looking at yours, and we got everything. We got too many. There's too many stars on the board, honey. <laughs> too many stars on the board. Okay, my number three is Thunder and Lightning. Um, another one of these little two player. I don't know who made this. Was this?
0: Uh, this is Richard Borg as well. This is. Uh, Was it
1: is a Z-Man box or no? It
0: is. It is, but it's designed by Richard Borg, who did Battle Lore, So.
1: No wonder we like showing, it. <laughs>
0: he's showing up a lot here.
1: <coughs> um. But basically, one of you, Thor; one of you's Loki. You have, you know, your hand of cards. Um, each of you has an artifact card that the other one's trying to snatch, and then you build your tableau of cards in front of you, accordingly, to try and block them and make them lose cards and whatnot.
0: Hmm. This this is the game that made it slightly better that Emily did not like Android Netrunner. This gives me that fix, that feeling. Really? But it's a game that you like. Well, cuz this has the bluffing. Oh,
1: cuz you're you're looking at like some of the stuff like ice and all that yeah, kind of well, stuff. Yeah, well,
0: that's what it is. I mean, okay. you, like th- this game has the bluffing aspect. It has the, you know, playing so, the cards so face down. So before you go
1: any further. No.
0: Well, no, I'm not saying that we need to get I have no idea what's going on in Netrunner right now. I am so I'm so no. many sets removed that. I'm it's just impossible. saying no.
1: I'm not like before you say, Oh honey, I found one real cheap on the BGG, you know, thing. No, no.
0: But like I said, if I you if there. you if you're a fan of Android Netrunner <laughs> and you and your partner will not play that game with you, get this instead.
1: Stop. It's not that I wouldn't play. Is that I only like playing one side. I didn't want to play both sides.
0: Mm. Yeah. I just like I said, I love the bluffing, I love the and, and and it's fun because this is another one of those games. Plus, I didn't
1: want to actually deck build, that was the other mm. thing, because that kind of takes away from it.
0: Right. And this is one of those games, Thunder and Lightning, if you play it enough, you can it can kind of develop that metagame aspect where you like if you play the same person over and over again, you'll know <laughs> what they like to do. I will, so. I will
1: never forget we had one game where we're sitting there and uh did I play a Raven card? Mm. Raven Your Hand? And I was just and he had just picked up a couple of new cards. So I threw down this Raven. I said, I'm Raven in your hand. go Rain HQ is what we and
0: like I went, to call it.
1: <laughs> I went and I plucked this card out of his hand and I flipped it over and it was the card that I needed to win. And he's like, Son of a I just drew that. Like he was so <laughs> mad. It like <Lisa, laughs>
0: oh it's it's, God, it's, it's great. very it's very fun. I, I it's why it's number four for me. We speak highly about this game all the time. Um it's thunder, actually lightning the last time great. we played.
1: I remember he kept trying and trying to run my hand, and it was literally the last See, card I drew in my deck. You're
0: even using netrunner terminology now. Look at that. What run my hand is a netrunner term. Oh, well,
1: for, <laughs> for okay, I'm going to be good because I really almost dropped the f bomb there. Um, moving on. My number
0: well, my, well, the problem is my number four or sorry, my number three is, is higher my- on your list. So okay, we'll have to talk so go about that. To, go to
1: your number two then.
0: Well, it's our number two because we both have this game at number two. Okay. And that is Seven Wonders Duel.
1: It's because it's a fantastic Seven game. Seven Wonders Duel
0: is a fantastic game. I love Seven Wonders Duel. I don't know why future copies of Seven Wonders should even ship with that terrible two player variant that it comes with. Because it should have a card in there that says, Hey, do you want to play this two players? Then go get Seven Wonders Duel, because the two player variant that we originally designed <laughs> is awful. <laughs> That's what they should do. (laughs) I I love I love the I I love the the pyramid design for the cards that makes certain you know, limits your choices as far as what cards you can draft.
1: And each round too. I love Mm -hmm. it.
0: And and it changes up, yeah. It's very, very interesting that way. Um, I like the threat. Of the instant win conditions, mm-hmm. um, even though they very rarely ever happen. I think we've
1: only ever had it happen once, right? It's happened a
0: couple of times. It's happened a few times. Science has only happened once. Military's that happened That was a It was
1: me. Times. It was science one, wasn't yeah. it?
0: Yeah. Military's happened a couple of times. But the fact that it's there forces you to respect it, and it and it forces you to play around you, that. I was
1: going to say, you can't just say, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. Right. You
0: can't ignore military you can't completely. Ignore... You can't ignore science completely, even though... Right. They, even though those aspects are the least powerful of branches in the game, you can't ignore them because of the instant win uh, possibility that those that those run into. Absolutely. Um, I love how the Wonders work in this one, uh, much more uniquely than they do in Seven Wonders, um, where you have, you draft Wonders at the beginning of the game, they have special powers, it's great. This is a great two-player game. Mm-hmm. It's why it's number two for both of us. Um it's just it's just swell. you should absolutely get some wonders, duel if you like it, go get the expansion, the expansion the, the adds expansion some good is stuff. cool'
1: because you get the gods and all that kind of fun stuff. Oh, it's so, much fun. Mm-hmm. so much
0: fun. so much fun. so' our joint number two. um well, I'll do my number one first because inexplicably, this game is not on your list, and I'm aghast, even though kind of this game. Is number one on your list, but but the, the the true inspiration. Okay,
1: so the the light version of this game is my number one. Okay, yes. how about that? Can we agree on that?
0: Yes, okay. I of course am in talking about the goat, the best, the goat, the goat. We're not
1: talking about Christian, the greatest
0: though. of all time. No, the best, my favorite two player game, Twilight, freaking struggle. <laughs> Tell me how great Twilight Struggle is.
1: Uh it's great if we have two and a half hours. It
0: is, but but man, is that ever a two and a half hours when we get the when we do get the chance to play it?
1: Except for the one time that I got the insta win.
0: That is fine though, because that, you know. I couldn't believe it. I deserved it. But yeah, Twilight Struggle, the the Cold War, the Cold War two player card action battle game. It's fantastic. I love it's <laughs> it's, it's it's just so dang so good funny. and and it gets better the more you play because you because you learn what I love cards you're so goofy. Well, it's fine. <laughs> Cuz you learn well cause you learn what cards come out when, you learn what to look yeah. out for and it just it's a game that gets better the more skilled you get at it and it's just a ridiculously One good time. One of these time.
1: days, I'm going to get that card and I'm actually going to come over and poke you in the chest.
0: <laughs> the kitchen debate card? Yes. Yes, and and this and this also kind of got me Got scratching the bug to learn more about that era in history.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I I have enjoyed, like, certain games that we've gotten that are historically based. And, I mean, I was never big on history or anything like that. But, you know, these kind of got me interested. And I'm like, hmm, let me look into this a little bit and, mm-hmm. you know, understand a little more.
0: But yes, Twilight Struggle. It is my number one, despite the fact that Emily does not even have it in her top ten. <sighs> Jesus. Inconceivable. I say. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're number one, I have at number three. Yeah.
1: My number one is 13 Days, the Cuban Missile Crisis, <laughs> which we often refer to as Twilight Struggle Light.
0: Because it is.
1: Because it gives you that same experience in, half, well, less than half the time, probably.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, But yeah, another one historically based. You know, there's what, three rounds in the game. Each round you have your card that you're working towards so you can score points. Um, you have your hand of cards to play to put cubes on the board. And yeah. Yeah. Well the
0: Just thing I the thing stuff. I like too and the reason why this ranks so high is cuz a like I'm said we can play we can knock a game out of this in half an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like so in in tw- the thing that with 13 days that differs in Twilight Struggle and I guess this mirrors the 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 delicate situation that was the Cuban Missile Crisis is you really have to manage that DEF CON track. Like in Twilight Struggle, oh my god! In yes. Twilight Struggle, the DefCon track is more of a deterrent to doing stuff.
1: So in this one, I remember the last game that we played just a couple weeks ago. I mean, we were both
0: right, right up to the we break, were both right
1: up to the rim of DefCon, and we're like, "How the hell are we going?" Well, but to that's, get this But that's but, but for
0: this, that's part of the game. Is 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 Taking it to the brink and maximizing your actions, but still keeping it from going It was so, b- it it was so over. bad,
1: though. Like, man, I was sweating bullets.
0: Well, that's where the tension comes in. I was
1: sweating bullets at last time. I'm like, am I going to make it, or am I going to, you know, have, you know, this happen? Because, mm-mm.
0: And, and like I said, the, even even with the small-scale board, the, the bluffing aspect is fantastic because of the multiple possible objectives that each player has available to them every round. So you can use that knowledge that your opponent has to your advantage as mm-hmm. well. It's it's a great game. Like I said, it's fantastic. I have it at number three. For you, it's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, it's great. It's 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 a great game. Um, and yeah, certainly it gets to the table a lot more just because of the length. And I understand why you have it up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, yeah, so,
1: fantastic game.
0: So that is our top ten. Um, like I said, I think what we said, fifteen unique games between the two of us on that list, so that's a pretty good... There, there's and one. our
1: number one from last time was Jaipur.
0: Yes, number one was Jaipur. I'm surprised we didn't have more overlap, actually. Even well, uh, Like, five's I mean, a lot, but I mean, I was surprised that we didn't have... Let's
1: see. One, two, three, four, four of the games we don't even have anymore.
0: Oh, you're looking at our previous list? Yes. Yeah, you were right about that. Four games we don't have, and one... Um, And, yeah, like I said, a lot of games just... For some reason, once we found some other stuff, they they sort of <laughs> fell off. So hu- hugely different list well, for some four. of the other
1: ones. I feel like we have to really be in the mood to play them as well.
0: I agree. I agree. I, I feel like, and and the thing with this list here too, a lot of these games we've had for for uh, several years now at this point, and they they don't. I don't see any signs. So like, I, I think if we did this list again in another two and a half years, there'd probably be a lot more uh, consistency. Yeah. Between the two lists, I feel like because I feel like we were a little bit more entrenched.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: So I mean, but I I had a lot of fun going back through those. I like I couldn't believe listening to the old episode to get well, the well, old list. I yeah. was
1: laughing the other night when we were sitting there and you're telling me what our old top ten was, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah,
0: it's very very wildly I'm looking different. Looking
1: at my list as you're going through it, what made me laugh most of all was that our number five was my number five, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, at least it's I got one of them, right. Yeah,
0: it's maintained <laughs> same exact position in your mind. So this is something that now that we've been doing this podcast for a couple of years and and we've done this a while, this is something that we will probably go back and do more frequently. We'll go back and revisit some of our old lists that we've made, uh, make new ones. We'll, and and in most cases, because the amount of games that we've played and our tastes have diverged enough that we'll probably do separate lists each time because I feel like it yeah. is going to be a little bit well different. Well,
1: now now we can do separate lists because mm-hmm. I feel I feel comfortable more comfortable now. Um, with my knowledge of a lot of this stuff, even if I'm not <laughs> so knowledgeable as you can hear me bumbling, going over games because Brad's like the rules guy and everything else and mm-hmm. setup. Um, but I mean, I feel more comfortable now to express my opinions on things where before I was like, I don't want to sound like dumb. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does it make sense?
0: It does make sense. <laughs> Very much so. So. So, but that's it for us. Um, Don't forget to follow and subscribe. Um, Don't forget to also check out the. We promise
1: not to take another, like, two and a half month hiatus. No, it's
0: not going to be two and a half months. Listen, we might might not be able to quite get back to every other week again quite yet, but.
1: yeah, but with we the will be here a little bit more
0: frequently than we were the last time. Um, end of the year's coming up soon, which means that we probably will revisit. We'll do Game of the Year, Game of the Year stuff, our yeah. superlatives. Or, sorry, what is it? What is it our, our I don't
1: remember what it seals, was. Seals,
0: seals of Excellence or something like that.
1: Seals of, appro- oh, seals of Approval. Something, yeah, so something Seals of Approval. I
0: can't remember what it is. I'll, I'll, we'll remember when we get back to the next
1: Enthusiastic time. Seals of Approval. That's right. That's yes. what it was. That's
0: what it was. <laughs> I I was I was about to say like the Montgomery Birds, you know, uh, what is it? The Montgomery Board uh, First Annual Award for Excellence in the Field of Achieving Excellence or something or whatever, whatever that was. I can't remember the exact. Was uh, the other day. And uh, don't forget to to check out the other dorks
1: in case you guys didn't know.
0: Yeah, don't forget to check out the other TNP Studio shows, um, including their Apocalypse, Dense Pixels, Black on Black Cinema, Look Forward, Premium Network, all that other stuff. So check it out. Thank you very much for listening. Um, Hopefully, you guys are glad to hear us. We will talk to you in a few weeks again. See ya.